You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. I'm feeling way more sprightly than yesterday today. How about you? Sure. It's going to be another sunny day with no precip and we're still looking at a base of 20 centimeters at the Catskinner weather plot. Hey, 59 centimeters at Pig Alley with the long range foretelling, uh, I don't know, we're going to see Sunday just what the freezing level is going to look like for uh, the pattern shift we're about to see. Yeah, it's definitely going to lower this afternoon. We were already talking, oh, temperatures are cooler than yesterday at the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb, which is great, but still warm, uh, you know, above zero at Harmony by a degree, hovering at zero at the Crystal Chair and even uh, out at Symphony around zero as well. Really light, mild winds from the south-southwest this morning, like just up to sort of 23 k's an hour. But yeah, the freezing level due to drop this afternoon, which will... Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully help through the week with some more snowmaking. But yeah, it remains to be seen just how cool it's going to be for sort of Monday when we're hoping for, well, Sunday, Monday for more precip. Hmm, fingers, fingers crossed. A couple models here like Spot WX foretelling uh, quite a bit more rain. So we'll see. We'll see. But for today, you can expect more sunshine. And as the AVI report mentions on a min report from just two days ago on Whistler Mountain, good skiing, but baby sharks. Yeah, someone had headed out to, you know, symphony, harmony kind of area and saying that some heavy wind affected areas in most aspects and even some uh, widespread surface hoar and sheltered terrain and still looking at a snow depth of about 60 to 80 centimeters in the higher alpine. But obviously, all our creeks are open and skiing and tree-covered areas, uh, you know, is uh, dangerous, like absolutely dangerous. And, you know, for our avarice, therefore, it is low below tree line, tree line in an alpine, but still the bulletin reading the isolated features at higher elevations may hold enough snow to be above threshold for avalanches. But early season hazards are far more concerning. Um, and that means, yeah, protrude. Uh, stuff from the snowpack that's going to take out your edges and, you know, give you potentially a trip to the clinic that you really want to avoid. So take it easy. Yeah. Slide slow, homies. <laughs> Read the, uh, the report the other day. So good. But yeah, for inbound skiing today, you've got nine runs groomed on Whistler along with, say, three on Black Comb. I've been enjoying like, you know, uh, orange peel, but definitely some areas that, you know, what with having, uh, you know, every ability on a concentrated, limited amount of terrain, you're getting some skied out firm sections where you do need sharp edges and, you know, people are have seen split, you know, slipping out quite a bit. So be very cautious of that. Just go up there to get some leg muscle, have a social, get the progression going and wait for more snow to do anything exciting. But yeah, hoping for some this pattern shift to finally change at the end of the week. And a reminder, the opening times are 8.30 a.m. till 3, but last gondola upload is at 2 p.m. with that mandatory download. 
In the valley, we didn't quite reach those temperatures we were hoping for yesterday, a high of five degrees forecast. No, just three, actually, but so nice in the sun, hey? Yeah, today a little cooler, what with the freezing level due to drop as well, looking for a high of just two degrees, mainly sunny. You can see on the webcams, yeah, but there's a little bit of low-lying kind of valley uh, cloud. But yeah, so therefore that due to maybe dissipate this afternoon and uh, the wind chill, however, this morning, oh boy, it's minus six, the air temperature, but with the wind chill in the valley, it'll feel like minus 13 and you can see some pretty thick frost this morning. <laughs> and tonight, a temperature of minus seven expected overnight and yeah, at dawn tomorrow, before dawn tomorrow at 7.45, it'll be chillier with the wind, but sunset tonight is 14 minutes past four. But the good news is we're less than a month away from the shortest day of the year, hey? So that's exciting. But here's a fact for you. You know, the coldest November 28th recorded in Whistler? Back in 1985, it was minus 22. Uh-huh. And the warmest was in 1995, when it was plus 9.3 degrees. So, yeah, there you go. If you're utilizing these sunshiny days for some bike riding, hindsight and tunnel vision have been reported to be running uh, nicely yesterday. A few patches of snow and ice, but overall running well on tunnel vision. And yeah, uh, same with single track mind, kind of variable at this time of year. I know some people are still getting after it. Love that. Uh, didn't love reading, however, that Jersey Cream had a mechanical uh, issue yesterday and they actually cleared the line, hey? Yeah, that happened yesterday on Blackcomb. Interesting. But you know what else is interesting? A couple potholes that need some looking at here in town. Is it, you must have be chagrined too about the exit from Nesta's market onto the highway. You know, you're coming out of Nesta's and that patchwork of uh, asphalt that's trying to band-aid those potholes that always occur and now as well the speed bump just by the mcdonald's as you're exiting the marketplace parking lot that's uh that's nasty too it needs it needs some needs some love have you seen any that you think need some love yeah we uh let, let me know what potholes are <laughs> pet peeving you right now <laughs> but otherwise uh good beautiful conditions calm conditions expected for a bluebird day and drive today on high 99. But a reminder that, hey, for this time of year, as we're shifting into winter, always, always good to have at least half a tank of gas, an emergency food, water, and a blanket in your vehicle, hey? Um, for bikers as well, speaking of biking earlier, you, uh, you can read the results of the latest survey from Walker. Mm -hmm. Their survey results have been published and they are hiring an events and sponsorship coordinator. Mm -hmm. Put that on your radar. Also on your radar, an event happening at the library tomorrow, what with the Whistler Film Festival kicking off on the 29th. I'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, Stella Harvey, who organizes one of the main organizers for the Whistler Writers Festival every year that happens in October. She's actually doing a writer's studio offering free one-on-one -on -one consultations uh, in partnership with Whistler Public Library on your writing. So if you, you know, have something to be reviewed, pages of poetry or prose, then make sure you register for this event, which is happening at the library tomorrow between 9 and 12. Yes. 
But yeah, speaking of the Whistle Film Festival, I, like you, have been looking at the schedule, wondering where I can see films and what I'm able to, what I'd love to see in this schedule. But news reached me yesterday of just why Village 8 cinema is potentially not going to be used because it's not being used for any of the main kind of events, of course. But a lot of these screenings are down to be registered to be shown at Village 8. But apparently a lot of the screens and theatres have been vandalised. Yeah, so waiting on news as to whether or not that is repairable, fixable prior to the opening of the Whistle Film Festival tomorrow uh, with Maestro at the Rainbow Theatre, but then full schedule kicking off on Thursday. I know. And speaking of vandalism, my friend, good friend and listener Sarah Steele mentioned too, we were out for a walk with a lovely dog, Hank, the other day and at Lakeside Park, just mindless graffiti on some of the garbage bins there. And she's said she's been seeing a real uptick in that uh, around Whistler, just mindless, non-artistic graffiti. Like, wouldn't it be great if we had like an operational bowling alley and theatre that would keep people entertained and from not vandalising things? Ah, damn. Uh, It's a Tuesday, November 28th, and Swedish After Ski kicks off at the Longhorn today from 2.30. Uh-huh, yep, that's today. And it's also a Tuesday, which means that Vinyl Richie and Foxy Moron are going to be spinning hip-hop at the brew house tonight. And Vinyl Richie is actually going to be busy down in Squamish on Thursday for a Protect Our Winters release party from Backcountry Brewing. That's down in... uh, down to Squamish, of course, and Feet Banks is going to be there too. That's this Thursday. I'll put that out there. But yeah, I hope, uh, Rich, uh, Scotty, that you and Ace had a wonderful time at Depeche Mode the other day. Fun. But here in town, uh, also happening starting tomorrow at the Whistler Sliding Center, the first major competition of the, uh, you know, the winter sliding season for this year is kicks off tomorrow with Canadian bobsledders, excellent in races competing in the North American Cup. So you'll see top talent from the US as well. And spectating is free. Yeah, this time of year with the... Uh, you know, marginal low tide skiing, a great opportunity to go uh, spectate and see something, you know, new and exciting uh, and yeah, uh, supersonic uh, at corner 13 there at the Whistle Siding Center. Live music today at Apre at Dusty's from the Hair Farmers and news that, well, Apre's not going to be happening for a while at Revy, you know. Yeah, Revelstoke Manor have actually postponed their opening day due to their unseasonably low snowfall in November. Yeah, um, they haven't yet said when that's going to be announced. That's news in the interior. So yeah, uh, not just us having a low snow year by any means, but if you check out the Whistler Museum's Instagram, which I always love looking at and visiting too, the Whistler Museum, awesome thing to do and visit by donation. But you look at how much snow is on this photo uh, on uh, above the Horseman Glacier, like it's wild to see those five cats. Uh, yeah, uh, start grooming there back in 1987, this photo is taken from, but just the change in how much snow, you know, and the topography there is really, really wild to see. Um, yeah, enjoy it. Really cool photo. Thought you might. Anyway, um, 
what to let you know of. Oh, Luna are doing a candle making night. And I've mentioned this before, but if you're new to the podcast, Luna are an organization in town that organize events for, you know, people 18 to sort of 35 years of age, uh, Whistler locals uh, that provide late and unique nighttime alternatives that's what Luna stands for, uh, that are alcohol free. And they've got a candle making night coming up next Tuesday on December 5th at 7 p.m. So you can come to the Whistler Pulses anniversary Apri fundraiser and then go make some candles. Yeah. <laughs> um, Coming up on tomorrow at the Crystal Lounge is the final for Whistler's Music Search uh, with Rachel Lewis and Monty Biggins doing this. They, uh, uh, somebody, Henry Dobble, actually won a prize for some vocal coaching, actually, donated from host Rachel Lewis. But the final is on tomorrow at the Crystal Lounge. And for their winter schedule, Tuesdays and Thursdays will continue to be karaoke nights with Saturday nights dedicated to live music with an 8pm start and Sunday nights still continuing for jam night uh, and an 8pm start too. Um, yeah, yeah, lots cracking off, including a return of the Nagomi Sushi $37 four course. Yeah, I'll see you there. It's uh, still deal season and a lot of uh, businesses with, of course, you know, inflation really impacting uh, local spending in particular. But that four course is incredible. And you might see me, I might serve you. So come on in. <laughs> and you know what else you might see? Um, my coffee art. Yeah, I used to barista at Alpine Cafe. And I uh, I'm just going to tell you that because if you know, you know, but Martini from Alpine Cafe appeared on a CBC Vancouver broadcast the other day where in a journalist was, you know, trying to get commentary from people about the local housing situation, including Mayor Jack Crompton, who didn't seem to give anything concrete or solid, projective or solution oriented, just some previous statistics. We are absolutely in a housing crisis and we need action and uh, palpable change, really. Uh, but yeah, have a look out on the YouTube video uh, and you might just see my artwork from Alpine Cafe, which reminds me, yes, the Alpine Cafe is closed right now due to open the old section. They're obviously doing their renovation, which is going to dramatically increase the uh, the floor space and capacity along with inside toilets finally nice one kevin martini so that's uh they're due to reopen one section of the cafe the older section as it were on december 11th with yeah hopefully uh the the whole building opening uh, just a couple weeks later in time for christmas yeah ah must feel like christmas for these people it is liz tremblay's birthday today happy birthday liz along with tamara lashley and fellow Mountain FM um, DJ, well now alumni, he's moved out to Lethbridge, Cole Stefuk. Yeah, happy birthday, Cole. Hope you all have wonderful birthdays. And here are some wonderful facts from the wonderful Stinkies on the Stroll. How about this one from 1893? Women got to vote in the national election for the very first time in the New Zealand general election. 1893. Yeah. In 1814, this is cool, the Times, you know, the newspaper, uh, yep, from London, it was first printed by automatic steam-powered presses built by German inventors, Friedrich Koenig and Andreas Friedrich Bauer, and it made newspapers available to, of course, a mass audience. Yeah. 
Um, also on this day in, ooh, let's see, 1925, the Grand Ole Opry premiered as WSM Barn Dance on WSM Radio Nashville, Tennessee. But in 1895, America's first auto race was organized. Yeah, by the Chicago Times Herald. And it was from Chicago to Evanston and back. Six cars participated. The trip, the distance was 55 miles. And Frank Duryea won averaging seven miles per hour. Whoa, 1895, folks. But in 1987, do you know that... uh, Bill Headley and Jennifer Warnes were number one on this day with The Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or how about that in 1991, Nirvana recorded a performance for Top of the Pops, uh, but they were asked to lip sync Smells Like Teen Spirit, which Kurt Cobain protested over by singing an octave lower, which was, yeah, um, a Morrissey from the Smiths kind of stunt, attempted to eat his microphone, even changed the lyrics from load up on guns, bring your friends to load up on drugs, kill your friends. Yes. This day in 1991, but a year later, guess who was number one? Whitney Houston on this day with I Will Always Love You, which uh, had a record-breaking 14-week run at number one in the U.S., Yeah, cool, hey? Not as cool as this joke brought to you by Coast Mountain Brewing. Why did the crab cross the road? It didn't. It used the sidewalk. (laughs) Um, Today's track of the day is from a British DJ, bruv. She's actually from London, innit? Carly Wilford. Uh, Yeah, Carly Wilford. And it's a really disco-y number that I'm really enjoying called Sky High. And yes, we will be getting to those upper elevations for some skiing just as soon as we get some more snow. So hang in there, enjoy that track of the day, enjoy your day, and ah, I'll see you soon. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.